everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. If there's one thing I love almost as much as sports, it's helping people get the best deals on insurance. If I can't help you get a better rate on home and auto insurance, I'll treat you to a coffee. Call me or text at 801-2659. Check out allins.ca. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the SWP for Tuesday, August the 16th. Coming up today, got lots to get to today. Bit of a shift in the Canadian media landscape. We want to get into that. Your pal or your former pal, Wayne Gretzky, slapped with a $10 million <laughs> lawsuit. Canada looking very good, continuing to look very, very good at the World Junior Hockey Championship. My name is Steve Warren. That is Jim Jerome. I'm in the nation's capital. He's in Edmonton. And I'd like to know one thing. How are things, James? Well, I was going to make it $20 million, but I thought, nope, I'm going to sue him for the 10 mm-hmm. for not getting back to me, from uh, besmirching, besmirching my reputation, Steve. <laughs> my, my, my. What the? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought it was one of those clickbait things, you know, uh, when I saw the story. Um, I've got some of that gum, by the way. Uh, so I don't know. Someone sued him for ten million, saying he claimed the gum would lose weight, which was yeah. what it was all about. It was called OMG, uh, something my gum or something like that. So, oh my God, uh, gum, OMG gum. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't. I, I guess it's someone trying to get some cash. For, well, for, here, this is the story. It sounds uh, frivolous as, to me, but go ahead. I, I don't. I don't know anything about it. I just present it because you and the great one are, are pals. And again, hopefully that that statement will be true again someday. Um, in what has to be one of the stranger lawsuits in recent memory involving a big name athlete, Gretzky's being sued for ten mil for, uh, according to the suit, allegedly lying about losing weight by chewing gum. According to court documents, plaintiff Stephen Sparks, who claims to have created a natural gum used to manage weight called OMG Gum, alleges in the lawsuit that he hired Wayne's wife, Janet, to promote the product. Sparks claims, however, things started going downhill after Wayne made up a lie about the product. Janet was paid to promote, saying he lost 35 pounds in two months from chewing the gum. Sparks believes that was all made up to boost the company's stock. So that's the gist of it. And I don't know one. I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing beyond that, as I'm sure you're in the same boat because you don't communicate with the man anymore. Well, if I have the, if I've got this right, Steve. So it's the owner of the gum is suing someone for what he claimed the gum would do. <laughs> right. That, is, am I making sense of that? Is this no, no. Sparks you're right. Guy is yeah. He he claims to have created this natural gum to manage weight. Yeah. And then uh, I guess because of that, 
he invested additional money because of Gretzky's claim, like, wow, it's really working, and uh, invested extra money and resources into the company, not knowing that uh, Wayne was telling a fib in his opinion. Anyway, that's, that is odd. You're right. I mean, you'd think that you would want the stock to go up and you'd want to be blissfully ignorant, but I don't know. It's your, it's your product. You should know what it does or doesn't do. I think. Yeah. Well, it crashed, right? I think that I don't, I don't think there was the the product survived. Uh, Totally tanked. Yeah. So this guy's looking for an out. He's looking for an out here, but right. uh, Anyway. Yeah. These, these lawsuits are always dependent upon how much money the other person has, Steve. Right. Right. So, well, I'll be interested to see, and this is the big media news of the day that broke yesterday, that uh, the chief anchor of CTV News is leaving slash departing slash was fired, depending on who uh, who you're reading on social media. But she is out after more than 30 years with the company. And, uh, yeah, the way they're handling it is, uh, you know, the way Bell Media usually handles these things. They've uh, kind of put out a spin on it that makes it sound like, you know, she's departing the company and we thank her for her services. And then this happened, I think in June or July. And then yesterday she took to social media because I guess everything got mopped up legally speaking with severance and whatnot Mm -hmm. and said her piece that she was blindsided and shocked. And so social media was kind of going upside down about it. Some people turning it into a gender issue. And uh, I don't know what were your what were your impressions hearing that Lisa Laflamme was out at CTV. I've got a lot of thoughts on it. Yeah, it. it um, I don't really care uh, that that much, but but it's curious, you know. Um, and you get the backlash from the uh, employee in this case, Lisa Laflamme. But mm-hmm. they got to go sometime, Steve. Right? You 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 can't stay forever doing a job. Uh, you, you pointed out there that she worked 30 years. Um, so that's what, that's usually where I go to when I, when I see that, you know, that, well, the, you ticked off 25 or 30, um, you know, what, how, how do you want to go out? You know, how do you want to go out? So some, sometimes, uh, what happens is they may begin to, you know, sit, sit you down and say, look, we gotta, we gotta have an exit plan here. You know, you can't do it forever. Uh, the demographics. Although Lloyd came. Robertson did, well, he did. I, I guess in a in a day when, um, you know, there was, you know, I don't know if they paid too much to demograph, paid too much attention then back back in those days to demographic. Uh, it was hard to measure. It was hard to gauge who's watching, who's not. Um, so I, I I I don't know what to think of it. Uh, but she had a good run, you know. She had a good run. So I don't completely blame. Bell Media. She's obviously bitter about it. Uh, said it was a business decision, and and I agree. I, I agree. You know, uh, may, maybe it maybe it saves them a bunch of cash. Uh, bringing in a, it's it, it's bringing in the new guy there that I saw there. They announced that will be taking over. Um, yeah, take it easy, Lisa. You know, go out with grace. I think you know. I think she. I think she generally did. There was one thing that kind of bothered me about the whole thing. And uh, I believe his name is Omar Sakadina that is taking over. Um, he had an interesting tweet today I'll talk about in a second. But um, 
here's how I feel about it. I mean, you and I, we, we had kind of the same treatment, Bell Media, basically. Um, we know the big corporations right now, uh, they own radio and TV stations and they're all about shareholders. Mm-hmm. And the big executives way up high, they're all about bonuses and yachts. And as radio and TV listeners and viewers die, they're being replaced by absolutely zero listeners and viewers on the younger end. Ask any of your kids today, Jimmy, how how much radio and TV did you consume today? Like standard network TV. Right. It'll be absolutely zero. So I mean that when I say zero younger viewers and listeners are coming in, none. Mm -hmm. So every year the industry's shrinking and every year, the higher ups do what they have to do to appease the shareholders and, and keep their bonuses and yachts. And that means cutting staff. And they've been doing this. I don't know. When did you, when did you first see your first memo in radio of a big layoff? 15, 20 years ago? Like it's been going on for two decades now. Thousands of people in this country being laid off by big corporations. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. what it is. I have miles of sympathy for anyone who loses their job. I don't want to see it. So I have sympathy for Lisa Laflamme. Um, it sucks. It really mm-hmm. does. But what irks me, James, is to hear anyone in 2022, anyone in Canadian media say they feel shocked or blindsided when they finally come for you. Like right. there, there are thousands of really, really good people in this country who are media people who lost their jobs in the name of all this business restructuring that's happening. Google it. You'll find them all. So how can any media person be shocked when they come for you? You're right. well paid and you're over 50. And those for the last 20 years are the people they always go after. It's the low hanging fruit. Go younger, go cheaper and keep your yacht. And Lisa Laflamme should know that. I know you're sad. It's a sad time for sure. It sucks. You had a great gig. But uh, when you say you're shocked that you got fired, after literally thousands of others have been fired by the big corporations in the last right. 20 years. To me, James, that's just a bad luck, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. You know, it's kind of selfish, right? I, I agree. You know, here, here's the other thing, Steve, that uh, the times there are changing. You know, when when 30 years ago, uh, you know, speaking of Lisa LaFlamme, you know, it, the only option was you had to tune in live. You know, to, you had to tune in to watch the news. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could record it you know, to watch it later, but no one did that. Today, Steve, you, you could, when do you want to watch the news? How much of it do you want to watch? Where, what device do you want to watch it on? Uh, and if not that, there's there's 52 podcasts about news. There's, there's you know, a thousand apps, Stevie, to catch up on your news. It's it's changed, right? So, uh, you know, you talked about Lloyd Robertson and, and Harvey Kirk and these guys that were around in the day. Again, it was it was all you had, you know? It was all Johnny Carson, you know, that was the, the only stuff you had to get your entertainment yeah. and your news. And, and that's not the case anymore. You know, um, it's all about, it's all about digital. Uh, it's all about streaming. It's, it's all about something way different than when these people started back to your point. I, I agree. You know, it, it becomes a bit of a selfish thing that you, you stand up when layoffs are, have been happening left and right your point and and then you say oh my god i can't believe they're getting rid of me yeah you know uh and yet you probably weighed in when they did get rid of other people saying that's a shock and that you know i can't believe it and stuff so i i agree i agree you know um yes it's, it's it's like being fired you know as a, as a hockey coach right most of those guys 
most of those guys, almost all of them, right, go out gracefully, right? I understand it's a business. Um, and and I, I've always credited the NHL and the hockey player and the, and the culture of hockey where when these guys do get let go, which is often, which is often that, that they take the high road. And, and I think she should have, you know. Yeah, the other thing is, Stevie, you know, everyone blames the big, the big one a little bit, uh, but, but, you know, blames the big company. These, these guys have a business to run, Steve. Uh, you know, don't, don't kill them because they make lots of money and they know what they're doing. Uh, it, that, that's life, right? That's life. Yeah, the executives make a bunch of dough and all that shit, but, but you, can't always, you can't always blame the employer, you know? Mm-hmm. They've, got, they've, got, they've got a plan. They've got a, they've got a juke and jive. They've got to be fast on their feet. Uh, they're, they're in something, Steve, that's changing daily for them as well. Right about about who's watching when, how do we maintain audience? You know, how do we get new audience? It's it ain't a fun game, man. You you were around it, Steve, when ratings came out, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, have your fingers crossed. I hope the boss made his bonus right, and that I have a job for another day. Yeah. But it's the nature of the job, you know. It's the nature of the of the business being in media. Who's listening? Sure. And how many of them are? Um, and and what are we going to do going forward all the time, right? All the time. So, yeah, uh, that's what I, I, I think. Say- I, don't blame Bell Media. Don't blame these big companies all the time. You know, they got shit to do, man. There's certainly um, a lot of people, like I said, off the top that have turned this into a gender issue. You know, the whole scenario. And, and, and certainly I'm not ever going to discount that as a reality. You think you see it in Hollywood all the time. You look at Tom Cruise right now. He's got all this facial surgery and uh, still out there as a leading man. And then you look back at his leading women going back to the 80s and 90s, and you, you know, they're nowhere. And so women, as they age, get treated, I think, very poorly by Hollywood. And it's certainly, mm-hmm. I think, probably true in the TV world as well. I don't know what's happened here exactly, but there's a big, seems to be a big assumption going on online that this has to be one of those types of gender scenarios. A woman hits a certain age and she's cast aside. I don't know what happened here exactly, but it's also because I haven't heard anybody quoted on it or anything like that. Uh, but it's certainly men and women when they hit 50 and they're being paid well. Again, like I said earlier, it's a low hanging fruit scenario. They're always one of the first to go. So it maybe it's, maybe it's a gender issue, but uh it's not automatically a gender issue because this is a very common thing to happen to someone who is Lisa's age and who is making the money she is. Her replacement is Omar Sakadina, who's, I believe, in his early 40s. And I don't know what's going on here. To me, part of being a great news anchor is having great judgment. And the judgment Omar shows here in his tweet, like not that long after Lisa LaFlam had her video... Uh, and it's still up now. He, he he wrote, I am honored to be following in the footsteps of Lisa LaFlam and Lloyd Robertson. So excited to be working with our incredibly talented team in this new role. And I was like, that's kind of tone deaf. Like, read the room, man. You're just so right. excited. You don't need, this is not the time to be, it's like dancing at a funeral. You're not, you don't be declaring your excitement while everybody's still in shock over Lisa LaFlam. <laughs> right, you know, it, it's big news today. It you know it creates a lot of opinion. You know, adversity. Uh, a lot of you shouldn't have. You should have. I understand. You shouldn't have done that. That's awful. What you blah 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 blah. 
you know, in, in a year from now, Steve, th- that story will be gone. Any outrage you eventually fade on, you know, I think people right now, if they were to be honest with themselves, their their shock and outrage over Hockey Canada, it's still there, but it's not what it was a month ago. Right. Right. All outrage fades. Otherwise, we'd, right. all, go in, we'd all go insane. We'd all be furious all the time. Mm-hmm. One other bit of uh, sports media, um, not that Lisa LaFlamme was sports media, but uh, Sarah Orleski is always a broadcaster I've admired from TSN, and she has... Mm-hmm gone over to the Winnipeg Jets. She has joined the, them as uh, a member of their content team. And it's kind of a sign of the times, kind of a, that's a lot of kind ofs in there. People are kind of seeing the writing on the wall and looking for outs as they appear. I, I can't even imagine this 25 years ago. You've got a plum gig at TSN and mm-hmm. then you move over to be, become part of a content team for an NHL club. I think that's just a scenario of a woman seeing where things are going in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they do give her a fair shake, right? And say, look at, uh, you know, start to look for something else. Start to look for something else. Everyone's replaceable, Steve. Everyone is replaceable except me, but, but everyone else is right. Absolutely. I mean, you know that Steve, you know that for a fact, right? I mean, it's just, you know, but, but we're all replaceable, right? Everyone, you know, one of my favorite lines, when you bring that up, one of my favorite lines that I was ever told in a sports interview, and it goes back to my early radio days when I was basically a beat reporter for the mighty Smith Falls Bears. I traveled with the team. I was at all right. the games. It was a lot of fun, and it was really an exciting time because it was just so energetic about the industry and uh, not thinking of anything we just talked about, just having the fun of radio and covering a hockey team was great. And so every game, I would sit down with a coach, and he was this kind of this old wise old owl he had a big old wilfred brimley gray mustache going on there and he, he announced to me that he's going to miss the next game and i'm like uh was there a death in the family or anything like that he says no it's just my my family's got something going on so i'm going to miss that one i'm like wow that's it's an interesting reason to miss a big game here and he goes well you know what the graveyard's full of people who thought they were irreplaceable right and that was a right. that was a great line i thought right look look at uh you know the oilers won a stanley cup after they got rid of wayne you know, right. We want to stand a cup. The Richard riots, right? Were 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 a crazy deal. And how many cups did Montreal win after that? You know, people freaking out and you know going bananas, right? So, uh, Lisa Laflamme fans will be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, and and, and certainly it's sad. And so will and she, I, by the way. Don't don't worry about Lisa Laflamme not getting a gig. Okay. Yeah. She'll she'll be okay. Well, I think she could re- probably retire with the severance she probably ended up with there. Yeah. Would yeah. be my guess. Or do a podcast, you know, or do a podcast. Yeah. You know, with you sponsors go. already there, you know, without having to go beat the pavement to find money. And she'll she'll yeah. she'll yeah. she'll be all right. No doubt. We'll take a time out on the program. When we return, we'll talk about the world juniors and should Tiger Woods be the new guy at the top of the food chain on the PGA tour as it goes to war with Live Golf. We'll talk about those things coming up after these words. If you're thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but you're a little uncertain, you want to make a smart choice, of course. Well, Jim K. Ford removes all the worries. Jim K. Ford is, is, is indeed your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage? History report of the vehicle, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 
Uville Drive in Orleans. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. World Juniors Canada looking very, very good. They've just reeled off four wins that were never in doubt, outscoring opponents by a cumulative 27-7 margin. And... For the first time, they had a real powerhouse taking on Finland. Finns are very good, obviously. They're, they're winning mm-hmm. world titles now. And I thought that they basically had their way with the Finns. They went at 6-3. to three. Um, Mason McTavish extended his lead atop the points table with a goal and two helpers. Connor Bedard and Sens prospect Ridley Gregg with a goal and two helpers each. Ridley Gregg is opening big time eyes all over the hockey world. He was 28th overall in the draft two years ago. And uh, in the last few days, his stock has absolutely soared. So the Sens have yet another great young forward coming along here. But uh, great to see Canada off to the great start. They are, even though Edmonton, well, it was an okay crowd, but it certainly wasn't a sellout. But uh, I think Canada might be missing one of the great teams they've ever had at this tournament. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I got to. That uh, good. I got to. We talked about this yesterday. And yep. uh, admittedly, uh, not not knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew. I knew about it. Uh, you know, that being said, Steve, there's a, uh, you know, I'm from Sudbury. I was there a few weeks ago. And there's, uh, you know, Grey Cups, Stevie, uh, you know, are big destination spots for the, for the fellas. You know, they, there's a, a bunch of guys. Who still have or, or couples who still have a pass from work who go every year uh, with with in, you know in a big group they travel. There's a group of guys who are coming to the World Junior uh, from Sudbury, you know, uh, and and I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Of you know, it's always a local thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was kind of impressed. Yeah, these guys are like, no, no, we're going out to the World Juniors, man. Uh, in in fact, I got a bat down the hatches, Stevie, because uh, I think that group is arriving today. And I was looking at the names, and I know them all, and uh, they drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so kind of cool when I heard that yep. story, you know, the, to punch me in the face saying, well, we know about it, you know, get get in the game. Uh, all right, let's close it out with a little golf talk. It's, I know it's more in your wheelhouse. Tiger Woods, this is the, so this is, um, this is USA Today, and it's an opinion piece, but I got my... Uh, Got my creative juices going, I guess, a little. The screaming headline on USA Today Sports, Tiger Woods needs to be the PGA Tour's new boss. So to give you a little sampling of it, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you've been following men's golf in the last few months. You'll know how chaotic things are with the PGA Tour going at it with this Saudi-funded exhibition league that has all the money in the world to spend on players. And several really good ones have gone over to play there. And now... There's apparently a big meeting happening as Tiger Woods is heading to Delaware, which is the site of this week's BMW Championship, to talk Mm -hmm. with some of the players and reinforce his message that live is bad and PGA Tour is good. And the suggestion here is is at that meeting, which we don't know what's going to happen, but at that meeting, Jay Monaghan, the commissioner, should step aside as the tour's commissioner, give the keys of the tour to Tiger Woods and let him become the, the new boss 
They said, could that actually happen? Probably not. But if Monaghan really wants to protect the tour and do the right things to make sure it sticks around, there's no better way to do that than to allow Tiger to become the commissioner. What do you think of that notion? Uh, That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Tiger being the commissioner of the PGA. Not a not a chance, not a chance. And I'll tell you why. All you got to do is look back at Jay Monahan's tenure. Okay, you you need a you need the the business marketing acumen, Steve. Okay, mm-hmm. to run the PGA Tour, you gotta you gotta know so much shit about it. Um, you know to to run that tour, Stevie is Tiger would get killed. Tiger would get killed unless he brings a bunch of people with him. But he doesn't know anything about marketing. Mm-hmm. He does. He doesn't. Um, in, in my mind, it's a you know you need a business guy, Steve, to run that tour. And all you got to do is look back from where the tour was to where it is now with what this guy has done. He's done incredible things, Steve. Incredible things. The balance of schedule and prize money that he's increased, and the FedEx Cup that he introduced, and uh, you know TV contracts uh, and, and everything else that goes along with this guy. Done an amazing job, man. An amazing job with the PGA Tour. And, you know, there's a bunch of complaining now, Steve, about the PGA Tour because of the live tour, you know. But but do you blame Jay Monahan for that? No, not at all. But but I, and I think Tiger would be the first guy to step forward today and go, da, 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 da. no, 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 no. Don't don't even don't even ask me about that. Right. You know, Tiger, Tiger could like like, I guess, uh, you know, the NHL does it, Steve. They hire a bunch of players to come in as consultants, whether it's for safety or. Uh, or other things that the that the NHL does. Teams do it, Steve. You know, they'll bring on players. We're gonna talk to Kevin Lowe this week on the suspendables, you know, and he's he's he was a chairman of of the Oilers and consultant, GM, uh, you know, assistant stuff, front you know, a bunch of front office stuff that he's done, but but never, but never really making the, you know, with making a bunch of the business decisions about hockey. You know, they had they had other people. Right, doing that. So, um, I, I I can't see Tiger at all. In, in fact, I bet he steps up today and go. I am not the guy for that. I, I don't well, know. You've you confirmed my take on it. You've confirmed my take because that was my take when I read the story. I was like, kind of see what Jimmy thinks of this. But you've confirmed what I my initial thought was because I think the, I think that this USA Today writer. Um, let's give him credit, I suppose, even though we don't necessarily like the take. Andy Nesbitt. Um, I think he thinks that if Tiger's running the PGA Tour, that all these PGA players have so much respect for Tiger that they're not going to cross him. They don't want to make Tiger mad. Like, like ask yourself the question, the guys who are currently on the Live Tour, would they give a crap one way or the other if Tiger was running things? Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood, Patrick Reed, Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, are any of these guys making their decision based on who the PGA's current commissioner was. They made their decision based on money. And if Tiger were running things, and by the way, Tiger is against the Live Golf Tour, so they already did cross Tiger to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't have made any difference at all. So I totally agree with you. Well, Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka doesn't give a shit what his wife's opinion is of anything. So who right. do you think? I, yeah. you think he's going to give a shit about Tiger? I don't think so. You know? Yeah. Uh, although I'll, I'll tell you where Tiger makes a good point, whether this would make the decision um, for some of these guys going to the live tour. And, and, and I really, I would be bitter uh, if I was a guy on the PGA tour 
which would really piss me off, Steve, are these no-name guys that are going to the live tour. Right. And a bunch of them, Steve, have never played pro golf. Right. Right. And, and they were amateurs who all of a sudden look at this thing and say, I, I'm going to go there. It's guaranteed money. Anyone who knows anything about, the, about pro golf is the, the bloody grind that it is to make cash. Yeah. And, and the PGA Tour, ironically, who, Steve, who's speaking out against the Live Golf Tour, often, Stevie, ends up in meetings with, with player meetings saying, we got to get more money. We got, we got to have some cash, man. You got to break that down when, uh, you know, at least if, uh, you know, I'm beating my ass uh, against the wall, beating my head against the wall here. Uh, beating your ass against the wall is tough, Steve. Okay, you can't really do that is. very well. But, uh, <laughs> where these guys are beating their head against the wall just to make a cut. And if they don't, yeah. they don't get any money. And that's always been problematic for development of the PGA Tour. You know, it destroys guys, Stevie. It absolutely destroys guys. And it's, and it's not fair. You know, it's not fair that all the top guys make all the money. So ironically, the PGA Tour is asking for what the what the Live Golf Tour is doing, right? What what they're yeah. doing, going, you know, we're going to attract players because we guarantee money. You know, why should why should they have to not make any cash if they miss a cut? You know, everyone brags about that, Steve, who's a purist of the game of golf, going, oh yeah, well, we're playing for diapers, we're playing for diapers, and everyone else goes, well, that's stupid. <laughs> You yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> you should make a stand and 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 start to speak out against it and rally to 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 improve the payout, right? To improve yep. the payout for the PGA. So again, all the live golf tour is doing is what the PGA wants. So, but ta- what Tagger's saying right now, the way it is, is these kids have they've they've never been out there. They haven't practiced. He's you know his thing is. Um, Something about dirt, the way you put it, you know that they, they get money without without throwing a ball in the dirt and practicing. They don't need to practice, right? Uh, or or he says if they if they don't, they they get this cash that uh, we have to fight for every day. So you guys got to listen to your own. You guys got to listen to your own argument. You know, speaking out against live is not the deal. Going to the PGA is. And that's interesting that Monaghan is not Monaghan's not going to be at this meeting because part of them, Stevie, behind closed doors is going to say, the Liv is doing what we want. And the PGA, a big part of it, yeah. they are. I don't know that not he's... Not the high-end shit, Stevie, but, but the lower guy. Right. I think he is going to be there, if not, if, if I'm, uh, unless I'm reading the story wrong. The suggestion was from this writer that at the meeting, that's what Monaghan should do, hand it over to Tiger Woods. Anyway. Yeah. That's neither that's neither here nor there. We should close it out there though, James. Uh, and we'll do it with another another tale from the Tigor Vault, which uh Marcus Von B is a big fan of that we're going back to some of these nostalgic clips from our old radio show Tigor. He writes today, I don't know why, but hearing those old clips triggered these way back playbacks. Songs like you know, the annoying yet catchy song of the day that we used to play. We had one by Rufus Wainwright from the uh, Bridget Jones Diary movie that Buzz absolutely loved that sort of goes, I eat dinner at the kitchen table by the light that switches on. It's so, it's so bad. But uh, he wanted, he, I guess we're giving, uh, we're doing requests now. It's yeah. another eight in a row here on the SWP. <laughs> and uh, Marcus wants to hear Chacaron for old time's sake. 
You don't remember Good night, everybody. You don't remember Chacaron? From, uh, do I? Yeah. Chacaron. No. You must have played it 1,000 times on the old show. Oh. It's basically a rap that's just mumbling. Oh. You'll recognize it when you hear it. All right. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. Our website is stevewproject.com. If you're thinking about a Patreon membership, you're this close to, to making that decision. We highly encourage you to take the leap. stevewproject.com. James, enjoy your day. We'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Annoying yet catchy song of the day. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? When it gets stuck in your head later today, think of your pals at the SWP. Listen to the whole thing. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you in our next episode.